Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is Pac's What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I don't want to, like, take up too much time with this, but trade deadline is obviously fast approaching. There's one more day. Think the Packers do anything? Do you think they... Do you think any player really at this point can move the needle enough that they feel, you know, it's worth investing in? Um, I really hope they do something, to be honest. Like, if nothing else, like, show this team that you still believe in them. You know, show them that, like, I we want to continue adding pieces and bolster this roster, if nothing else, but, like, for injuries. It's kind of hard for me, honestly, to watch other teams make moves right now and just kind of wait. And I know that Goot's always in the mix and I know I'm sure he's making calls, but I would like to see another offensive weapon. I think barring injury, they do have some guys, but it'd be nice to get another receiver out there. I think I've folded and I'm, I'm on that train. Not again, not because I think that it's going to be the tipping point or anything like that. I just, I also think like that room after next year is really thin. So this isn't even just a decision for now. It's also a decision for the future. And if it can help now, then why not? Packers are pretty cap strapped though. So it's going to depend on who you're trading for or what their, what their contract looks like. And there, there are a lot of factors to it, but I don't know. How do you feel about it? Would you like to see them go and get someone? 
I would. And I mean, I was firmly in the camp in the beginning of the season that I wanted to see what the Packers had first. You know, we weren't sure what Watkins was going to look like. It sounded like Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers really wanted to use him as a huge part of the offense. That hasn't transpired. Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb looked really good, but both dealing with injuries. Then you've got your three rookie wide receivers and Christian Watson has been dealing with injuries. And so I liked the shape of the room and the makeup of it. It's just this stuff happens. And I think you yeah. have to be willing to adjust on the fly when those things happen. So I'm not saying that I, you know, I, I don't think I would have wanted the Packers to make a move in July or in August, but it's like you said, now that the season is unfolding and these things unfortunately happen now, I think is the time that you do make an investment, especially because Aaron Rodgers post game, you know, talked about what we talked about earlier in the show about the offense has to play complementary football for the defense, but they have to be able to push the ball down the field. The run game is working great, but if if he's throwing five yard passes and that's the only way that they can move the chains, they need to have teams yeah. start res- start respecting the deep ball. And right now, there's not really somebody on this offense that is making their presence felt as a deep threat. We know it can be Watson. We've seen Watkins do it like a little bit, but that hasn't really come to fruition. So, if the Packers were to add somebody like that. I think that could change the dynamic of the offense and open up LaFleur's playbook even more. I totally agree. And it doesn't even have to be a big name. Right. You're seeing a lot of these like big named, you know, rookie wide receivers who are on. And when I say rookie guys who are on their rookie contract, but it doesn't have to be, you know, a Chase Claypool or a Jerry Judy. It can be someone, a second rounder or a third rounder who just happens to be that like field stretcher, like an MVS basically. I didn't think, that this team would miss MVS as much as as much as it does, but they are missing that. And like, look, last night Romeo Dobbs had that incredible, like gorgeous touchdown, but he's not your deep threat. He can do a lot of it and he looked great on the deep ball, but you're right. Like they need that like go route, super speedy guy to be able to stretch the field. Yeah. And I think part of it too is just we want to see what's in the bag of tricks. And right now it feels like the bag of tricks is very limited, especially, you know, like we talked about already with Christian Watson, they Mm -hmm. had the bag ready for him to go. And then he had the unfortunate injury. So I think things just kind of pile up and it would just be nice to see the Packers make the effort. And, you know, I know Packers fans get mad when moves don't happen at the trade deadline, but what's happened so far, the bears have sold two of their best defensive players. They were never going to the Packers. They would never give the Packers Robert Quinn. Like you're not going to do anything to make your division foe better. So as far as like the trade deadline moves are concerned, I think what would get really frustrating for fans is if, you know, we hear again that the Packers are really close and just nothing happened the whole time. Like what's it going to take for them to pull the trigger? Because to me this season, more so than the last, two or three seasons, I think you need to pull the trigger. Like there's more compounding this year where you need the support than you probably did the last three seasons. Yeah. hundred percent. You don't have the Devonta Adams bandage anymore because quite frankly, the argument the last couple of seasons is like, well, they have the best wide receiver in football. Right. And this season it's very blatant that there isn't a guy. And while going into the season, we said, Oh, well, there's multiple guys who could fill in that hole nobody really has, or if they have, it's like 50% filled. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the hard part too, is like we had, or at least I did, like I had expectations going into the season because of 
the play of Rasul Douglas when he came in in October and Devondre Campbell being like a cheap street free agent kind of signing that happened towards the end of training camp last year. And that's not going to, that's not going to happen every time. And like Jaron Reed, I thought has played well in spurts, but Mm -hmm. he hasn't, I guess, moved the needle as much as maybe I would have thought for the, for the defensive line room. So there's a lot of stuff where it's trial and error. And I can understand not wanting to always take swings because the Packers obviously prioritize their draft capital and, if theoretically this is a team that's on the verge of a rebuild, like what are you willing to give up for these investments and these assets? Like I understand the argument of it, but I think this team is closer than maybe they're getting credit for right now. And I think if you're going to try and stay in contention for one or two more years, especially in the NFC, the way that it is like nine wins could get you into the playoffs. So like, I think the Packers are close enough still that it's worth trying something to move your needle. Yeah. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's just an, they're in such an interesting place because while the Bills' loss was a promising game, they're still three and five, right? right. The, the path to the playoffs is slim. So I think the decision that this front office is going to have to make is if we go out and invest in a piece, it's got to be someone that is not only going to help us now, but is going to help us in the future. And there just aren't that many guys. And I think there also just aren't that many teams that want to trade weapons to the Green Bay Packers. And thirdly, I don't know what the Packers have to give up that people would want to trade for, right? My dad was texting me today, like, let's trade Savage. I'm like, first of all, his fifth year option is fully guaranteed. No one wants to take on like it's like $7 million. And why would anyone trade for him right now? He's not playing well, right? Like they're, you know, would you no one's going to trade for Amari Rogers or Josiah DeGuara and the Packers aren't going to give up any of their actual weapons in Lazard or Tunyon or either of the running backs so they're just in a really weird spot right now of needing something not sure like what kind of something whether it's for now or future or both and also finding the right partner Yeah. And I think, you know, regardless of what happens, if they buy, if they sell, if they stay put and do nothing, like it'll answer some questions about how this team feels the rest of the season can play out. And maybe it'll help answer some questions about what the long term structure of the team looks like. You know, like if if we get any type of hint about Rodgers and I, I don't think he's made up his mind or anything yet, but I think depending on what the Packers do before the trade deadline, might give us an indication of, you know, how salvageable they think the rest of the season is. Totally. Any other thoughts, I guess, on the the game itself, you know, other than kind of what we said on paper, it's it's progress, but can you progress quick enough at this point to actually make the season count? They're going to have to. 
they're just simply going to have to. Um, I think against lesser opponents, they should, but you got to clean some shit up. Like you cannot be getting eight penalties. Like I said, you cannot be punching coaches. Like you have to be as clean as humanly possible. Just keep this, keep this mentality, right? Like I need Jair's dog mentality to permeate the rest of this locker room and have everybody else follow suit. Keep leaning on the young guys. Like I really, really liked it. You mentioned it earlier and I didn't get to respond, but I'll just say it now. I totally agree about Amari Rogers at wide receiver. <laughs> you 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 can hate on him for being a poor returner. That has absolutely nothing to do with his actual abilities to like run routes and get open in an offense. And that back shoulder throw was a big deal to get and catch from Aaron Rodgers. So just continue to like lean on who's available and hopefully they step up and start making plays because when given the opportunity last night, the young guys did. And that's the only way they're going to win. Especially to, to kind of further the Amari Rogers thing. We keep talking about the wide receiver room and what it looks like beyond 2022. Randall Cobb might retire. We've talked about right. it already. So it's, it's really unfair and you're doing a disservice to Amari Rogers as the player. If you only let him play on special teams disregard him as a bad special teamer don't let him acclimate into the offense at all and then cut ties because we we joked about you know Randall Cobb and Amari Rogers have a very similar skill set well if Randall's gone next year Amari is probably one of your best slot guys on the team in that role so just you know glad that they were able to to get some looks but also really hoping that we get some receivers uh back so that Aaron Rodgers maybe feels like he's got uh got some more opportunities to push the ball down the field because like we said, it's not going to get easier, obviously going to the lions next week, but then you've got Dallas playoff team right now. You've got the Titans, mm-hmm. you've got the Eagles playing really well. Yeah. So it's a tough stretch and it's not going to get any easier. No, but I think that they can take this and go and run with it. The next game is going to be just going to be the interesting one for me to see whether they can go into Detroit and, and like do some damage. Especially because Detroit weirdly has played the Packers very tough and they played yeah. a lot of teams really tough this year, but yeah, especially for the LaFleur tenure and the lions always seem to have the Packers number, especially when, what was it? LaFleur's first season, the Packers didn't lead any point in any game and they ended up winning both games on last second field goals. So yeah, we'll see, but that, is all the time that we have for packs what she said this week thank you as always for listening to the show you can find the show anywhere that you can find your favorite podcasts please remember to download the show you can find the podcast on twitter at pwss podcast or on all of our other social media channels at packs what she said you can find perry on twitter at perry underscore goldstein you can find me on twitter at maggie j loney thank you as always for listening to the show go pack go 2400 sports is an odyssey company 